This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 9.20 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana with Philip and Jen Sun. Let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI. Markets are still in the red. FTSE Bursa Malaysia is down 0.39% at 1462. Singapore Straits Times also down 0.44% at 3255. Markets across the board, not in good mood. As you just said, the FBM KLCI index has been pretty range-bound over the past few weeks. It's unable to break that psychological barrier of 1500. It's still hovering around, what, 1461 or 1462 around now? 1463. This is in spite of a new government in place and Prime Minister Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim winning the confidence vote in Parliament. So among the larger capitalisation sectors, banks still stands out as a clear winner. It's benefiting from the four rate heights, totaling 100 basis points by Bank Negara Malaysia, a key event to watch out for is the retabling of the budget 2023 in February, which will likely address uh, subsidies which have already started with electricity. So what does 2023 hold for the Malaysian equity market and what sectors and stocks will be in focus? For some answers on this, we speak to Tushar Mohata, Head of Equity Research at Nomura Malaysia. Good morning, Tushar. Thanks very much for joining us. Now, I don't think it's too much to say that 2022 has been a forgettable year for global equities, including the FBM KLCI. Do you see this changing in 2023? And are there any notable themes you're projecting in your strategy? Hi, good morning, and thanks for having me. Yeah, I agree. 2022 was quite a forgettable year for not just for equities, but even the fixed income asset class. Uh, I mean, it was truly one of those outlier years. Uh, If you look at the KLCI, it fell 7% uh, this year. External factors, I think, such as high inflation, U.S. Fed raising rates, uh, these were the main drivers of this. Now, if you look at 2023, we just published our outlook uh, a few days ago. Uh, Our view on Asia equities is more positive. Uh, This, if you look at it, why it is the case, it's mainly for three reasons. Uh, First, we think that the Fed's hiking cycle is likely coming to an end by the first quarter of next year. Um, So that's one of the concerns gone. Uh, Second, many economists, uh, including our team at Nomura, we forecast a recession in the developed markets such as the US, but this is not true for Asia. Uh, For Asia, we think we'll still deliver positive GDP growth next year. This will also be helped by China reopening. Uh, And if you look at uh, the third point, valuations in Asia after the sell-off this year, also foreign investor positioning are quite low and quite light. So this positions us for a, for a nice rebound. And if you look at Malaysia specifically, if you look at the forward PE of 13 times as we enter new year is the lowest starting PE multiple for a new year if we go back all the way to the global financial crisis. So, so we are on a good springboard uh, from a valuation perspective. Uh, we also had elections, a new coalition government. So the political uncertainty is no longer there. Our corporates are likely to deliver healthy earnings growth as well in 2023, uh, as the corporate tax rate is also going to normalize. So overall, we remain quite positive on the the value slash reopening thematic, which includes the banks. And we are also selectively positive on the tech and commodity sector in 2023. Uh, So Tusha, besides banks and tech, uh, what other sectors and stocks uh, will benefit from these themes that you mentioned? And are these some of the sectors that you're overweight on? All right. Uh, so we are positive on the tech sector. Uh, we think that valuations have corrected a lot in 2022. Uh, and 
this valuations of the tech sector, it depends a lot on the Fed's hiking cycle because the P.E. ratios uh, uh, derate when the Fed is hiking. Uh, so once the Fed uh, is close to ending its hiking cycle, we think the P.E. multiple might uh, rebound as well. Um, that's one of the themes which we like. Uh, if you look at Malaysia, the E&E sector has done quite well uh, and the tech sector is a proxy to that. Uh, then the other theme which we like, we like uh, some selective commodity stocks, uh, specifically in the chemicals and aluminium export sector, so like Petronas Chemicals or Press Metal, uh, mainly because of uh, favorable supply-demand dynamics. Um, if it has been caused by sanctions on Russia, there are plant shutdowns uh, happening in EU due to high energy prices. So these are the themes uh, which should benefit these commodity players. Now let's take a step back and take look at the macro themes. I mean, elect, this year election rating dominated. Now we have a government in place. Budget 2023, retabled in February 2023, a non-event for markets? Uh, yeah, we have to keep in mind that there are a lot of fiscal constraints the government faces as they're still subsidizing cost of living in many products. Uh, and on one hand, while the government might want to continue supporting the low income and middle income uh, groups in this high inflation environment, but on the other hand, they also have to think about medium-term structural improvements uh, to bring Malaysia back to a lower fiscal deficit path. Uh, so there are two conflicting forces here. Uh, we also have some fairly chunky principal interest payments to be made in 2023. So there is there is a lot of constraints which the government faces in, in the budget retabling. And I think many of the key elements of the budget which were presented earlier might be retained uh, without much significant change. And if you look at closely at what Prime Minister uh, Anwar has been saying. He has been hinting at making subsidies more targeted. Uh, so we have started to see signs of that happening, as you mentioned earlier, on electricity. Uh, so overall, we might see some elements of that. Uh, but overall, I don't think there will be any major uh, changes to the budget already presented, which will have any major impact on the equities uh, specifically. Mm. And earlier you were mentioning about how the developed countries are likely to face a recession, but not so much in Asia. I'm wondering if um, you'll see, uh, I guess, Malaysia benefiting from, I suppose, the flow out of US equities and assets into emerging markets. Yeah, Asian countries have a better growth outlook than the U.S., also a lower valuation and lower foreign investor uh, positioning. So definitely, uh, as a starting point, it looks more positive for Asian markets. Uh, Malaysia does benefit when flows come to emerging markets. Uh, after all, I mean, if you look at Malaysia, it has a 1.5% weight in the MSCI EM index. And China reopening, um, that's also positive for Malaysia. Malaysia used to be a, a recipient of Chinese tourism in the past. And obviously, there is some linkages through the export channel as well. Uh, another factor is that Malaysia, over the last few years, uh, has successfully attracted many electronics, uh, FDI, into setting up plants here. And a lot of them have started producing and exporting. So if you look at Malaysia, electronics export data, we are still growing quite nicely. Uh, so this is another factor which is positive for Malaysia, a recovery in the tech sector, which we forecast uh, in the uh, from a valuation perspective in the first half of next year, will be also positive for Malaysia in attracting flows. And Tusha, um, on the banking sector, I know it's a sector that you like, but could you give us some of the stocks that you are favoring in this space? 
Yeah. Uh, so banking sector, yes, you, uh, has done well. It has been a safe haven, relatively speaking, in the markets this year. Uh, but we think that uh, we should be invested in the bank sector for next year as well, in spite of it having outperformed this year. Uh, first of all, earnings growth for the banks will be good. Uh, banks are one of the biggest beneficiaries of the normalizing corporate tax rate. Uh, this year, we had Chukai Makmoon. Next year, there will be a lower corporate tax rate. Uh, credit costs for the bank should also remain low uh, because they've built up so much overlays. Uh, so there are also possibilities of write-backs of some of these overlays in, in some of the prudently run banks. And uh, finally, valuations remain reasonable, trading at 1.1 times sector price to book. Uh, Five-year average is 1.2 times. ROEs are higher uh, than the averages. So given the large weight of the index, I think we cannot ignore it. And our topics are a mix of uh, uh, the, the retail banks plus selectively some corporate banks. So we like uh, Public Bank, Hong Leong Bank, and CIMB in the sector and amongst the large caps and also AmBank amongst the mid caps. All right. Thank you very much, Sushar. That was Sushar Mohata, Head of Equity Research at Nomura Malaysia, giving us his outlook for Malaysian equities in 2023. We are heading into the 9.30 a.m. News Bulletin. And when we come back, we have WTF, What's the Focus, our weekly recap show. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.